What is going on, everybody? And welcome back to the greatest combat sports and culture show in the entire universe. You know, we're talking about the fight podcast. And today is a special day because, man, I had to bring my brother back on. It's been a minute. My brother from another, the guru, B-Cam. Brother, welcome to the show. Man, you don't love me no more, man. You don't be bringing me on the show, man. I, I, it's some bullshit. I've been talking to you. That's the thing. I talk to you, like, probably more than I speak to anybody else. You ain't have me on the show. You on the East Coast. You really ain't got no excuses. Where, where have I been? Where have I been? I, I mean, you you tell me. This man's been vacation. Every time I see him, he's on a new zip code. He out here just just out there, you know, jet setting. You know, so don't put that on me, man. That, same, you out here same, living that life. Same zip code, same little chandelier in the background. I be here in Southeast D.C. You know where I'm at. You know where any place, anytime. Come on now. <laughs> well, look, if B-Cam is here, you guys know we are talking about all things boxing. And look, finally we get him back on because there's finally some consistent boxing and some, some interesting things to talk about. So everybody who's watching live right now on the YouTube, thank you so much for checking us out. Make sure you follow the Fight Podcast everywhere. Podcasting is available. Uh, Apple, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, all that good stuff. And check out all of our episodes as well right here on YouTube. All right. Um, now we got that out the way. Let, let's talk about it. The biggest news of the week. Unfortunately, it is not the performance of our boy Danny Garcia, but we have to talk about this because it is what it is. It's the biggest news in all of boxing. Jake Paul versus Hasim Rahman Jr. is off. B, Finito. when you first heard this, yo, man, like, what, what, what went through your bones, man? What are your thoughts on this whole situation? I was annoyed. You know, like, one thing that Jake Paul can do, like Jake Paul has a name. Like Absolutely. whether you say he's good at boxing, whether you say he's good at social media, the man has a name. And when people have a name like that, especially someone like him who has proven at least a little bit in the ring, you want to see what's up, especially now that it's against a, a, a legitimate boxer, a heavyweight. A so one of, the knocks, one of the knocks on Jake Paul has been, he's fighting guys smaller than him, okay? You're fighting a guy bigger than him. He's, you're not fighting boxers, okay? He's fighting a legitimate boxers. So all the questions that we've had in the past were going to be answered this weekend. I think they were going to be answered in the form of a Jake Paul knockout, but we won't get to see that now, will we? Whoa, wait, wait, wait. In the form of Jake Paul knocking out Rockman? That's what no, you no, Jake, 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 Jake Paul being knocked out. My bad. Ah, My okay, bad. okay, Jake okay. I, man, I thought we were about good, to have good, a whole different good, discussion. Good, I was good point ready of clarification. to go. Yeah, good point of clarification. <laughs> no, I will not fight you on that. I thought Jake Paul was going to be knocked out uh, maybe, maybe not cold, but he was definitely getting TKO'd, and I think it was going to happen very early. People see those fights against uh, guys like Ty Tyron Woodley, and they're like, oh, Jake Paul. And I'm like, my fights were fucking terrible. Like, that's terrible. the fight against Tyron Woodley was terrible. Great knockout. You can't take anything away from Mr. Paul for that. The knockout was but beautiful. Aside from that, the shit was terrible. Just bad. Bro, it, it was one of the worst boxing, professional boxing fights I've ever seen in my life. It, and it was, was not a single awful. boxer in the ring. Not a single boxer in the ring. It, it was pretty, pretty bad when you look at it that way. But let me ask you this, because as soon as it, it, it happened, you know, Jake Paul runs to Twitter and Instagram, puts out a statement, essentially takes Rodman by, by his beautiful locks and throws him directly under the bus and said, it's all on him. He pulled out. It's his fault. I have to ask you, because you hearing it everywhere. I'm hearing people that I respect dragging Rockman, and I hear people that you know other people have different opinions. What is your thoughts? Who is to blame when it comes to this fight falling through? 
So given some of my earlier commentary, you may think that, hey, this guy does not like Jake Paul. That is actually contrary to the truth. I do like Jake Paul. Hey, really I think quick, he... really quick, your uh, your mic started going a little fuzzy. Can you hear me? It, it, I could hear you, but all of a sudden it got a little robotic on me. Just want to make sure we're getting the best audio for you. Oh, Trusty Dusty. We can't go wrong with Trusty Dusty. Hold fast for one second. We got the man here, but uh, there we go. So, I mean, now here's the thing for those listening also. I mean, Rahman was definitely the second person to come in. We didn't expect him here. How we, how we sound? Say it again. How do we sound? Ah, oh, man, you still sound like you, 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 you're underwater, unfortunately. What about now? There we go. There we go. He's back. Okay. He is back. back. Sorry, um, sorry, sorry about that. Not sure what's happening. You know, I got to work on a different device now. But what I was saying no is worries. that what it, it may sound like I don't like Jake Paul, but I'm actually a really big Jake Paul. Not, I wouldn't say a big Jake Paul fan, but I am a Jake okay. Paul supporter. I think he brings a lot of eyes to the sport. And whenever you bring eyes to the sport, that is yeah. a good thing. I, I like that. what he's done. I like what he's yep. done for Amanda, Amanda Serrano. And when you see him outside of those promotional settings, he does have some good educated words about the sport of boxing and really combat sports in general. So I for do sure. like a lot of things about Jake Paul. I'm not necessarily a Jake Paul hater. However, good. in this scenario. Hey, no reason to hate. We appreciate here. We are fighter first show over here. In this scenario, Hasim Rockman's wrong. Like, Ooh. I know that, we, that we've, we've spoken about this, and Hasim Rockman will try to basically blame Jake Paul for weight draining him. Nigga, I don't give a fuck. Like, this is the sport of boxing. You are someone that's been around boxing your entire life. Your father was yes. a boxer. Now, maybe you can argue he doesn't have experience with this because his father didn't have to cut weight. He doesn't necessarily have to cut weight because they're heavyweights. But this is normal in boxing. The A-side gets to dominate negotiations. We don't necessarily remember that yeah. Floyd, May Floyd Mayweather dropped a dime on Diego Corrales and he drained him for that fight. We remember one of the best best performances that we've ever seen Floyd Mayweather. Five, five knockdowns? Five Six, five, six knockdowns, beautiful performance overall. Beautiful. That's what we remember. We don't remember Absolutely. that Diego Corrales was weight, weight drained. This is just a sport of boxing. This we, is what hey, the A-side gets to do. When you look at Manny, Manny Pacquiao against Miguel Cotto, you don't think about you know the, the weight drain. You think about the knockout. Exactly. Um, now, I, I, I will say this, and this is my only pushback, because I agree with you when we look at it in terms of you sign the contract. It's interesting to me because you have people, for instance, like a Sean Porter who, who called to a T exactly what was going to happen. They, they go out there. They kind of force them into it. You take this or leave it. This is all we got. You, you, we, there's no negotiation. You take this or leave it right now. He takes it. Huge opportunity. We all understand. Nobody's hating on Rockman for taking the opportunity. Now. You're having somebody who has never had to cut that weight before trying to bring them all the way down to 205. Now, here's my thing. The other thing, even before I even get to that, they called the fight. He's 10 pounds away. They call it a week out. He, he was not 10 pounds I away. I, I don't know about you. Regardless, we, we don't know. We, you aren't in the room. I ain't in the room. We don't know. They say he's, he was roughly between 10 to 15 pounds away. I look at weight cutting in MMA all the time. People usually are cutting that last bit of weight, even up to those large amounts, up to a week left. So did I think he was going to actually make 200 or 205? No. 207, 208, probably. So when I think of it in that regard, he still had a week to go. You also have stipulations in the contract that state 
if he goes out here and he 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 misses anytime he misses by a pound, it's twenty five percent of his purse if up to four pounds, and then after that four pounds, he gets the minimum, which is five thousand dollars. But the fight will go out there and proceed. That is what the original contract stated. I don't understand why when that happens, all of a sudden the commission is coming up and weighing this man every week leading up to it. I've never heard that before. I don't understand why that's happening. I don't like he's already has to weigh in the day of the fight and the day after the fight, which is already kind of rare in the way he does it. The fact that they came every week to do that. Look, I'm telling you right now, the more I think about it, the more it stinks. And the more I say, look, I generally do not believe Jake Paul wanted to fight this fight. I'm Jake. telling you, I, I'm at that. I'm this is where I'm at now with it because there's no reason with a week left. He call, he canceled the entire card. What? It makes no sense. Jake Paul has fought his boxing matches at 190 pounds. And if you guys follow, follow the sport of boxing. I, no, I, he, I hear you. No, like, that, that's neither here nor there. We get that he does that. We, we know where he fights. But again, you the big bad. I, I, I'm going out here on the contract as well as you the big dog on the block. You've been barking. You've been woofing. You've been saying all this that you want this dude. You want this. You want that. You want it. If you are that guy and you are the savior of boxing like you're calling it. I hear what you're saying, and realistically, you're probably right. I fight at one night, and that's and that's why I think it's ridiculous that he fought Tyron Woodley, who fought his career at 170 and had to fight this fight at 190. I think it's ridiculous that he continues calling out uh, for, um, uh, Conor McGregor, who fights his career's best at 155, and he wants to fight him, and this kid walks around at 210. That is ridiculous when you look at it. So... That's why when I look at it in the totality of it, it's like, yo, you you just at the end of the day, you just didn't want to smoke. Because if you really thought you were gonna beat this dude, you would have just went out there and did it and then said, Look, I went out here, y'all thought this dude was so bad, he's a heavyweight, and I whooped his ass. You had it all set up for you, and he still chose not to do it. For me, I'm not a fan of that move, but I do agree with you. I am a fan of what Jake Paul has been doing to this point. Um Sergio last thing on this Jay one, we can move on. Jake Paul has to promote the fight. Of course, one thousand percent. Of course, you're going to speak like the big bad wolf. But he's not Floyd Mayweather. He's not going to sit there, show up on fight night, giving up 15, 20, 30 pounds. He's going to get his ass killed. And he understands that. And you understand that. And I understand that. Hasim Rockman signed the contract. And nigga, nigga, you of all people, I have heard you so many times drag niggas from fucking pole to pole. Wait, wait, wait. Come out, come out. But good. I've dragged. Actual professional fighters that have done this consistently, and there's a specific code of conduct and honor that I abide by, and I appreciate it. You again, Jake. I'm I'm fighting other dudes. I'm doing this freak show, all this other stuff. The the, the rules are skewed a little bit, and I mm -hmm. understand that. So for you, I, I'm gonna play by the same rule book that you have been playing with. You've been playing with the same the, the rule book that look. I can fight dudes 20 pounds out of their weight class if you call this man. Because here's my thing. Here's my thing. There were plenty of cruiserweights that were available, and you didn't choose any of them. There was plenty of them available. So you had so you went out of your way to pick a heavyweight who just lost. And now, because things aren't going perfectly the, to the plan the way you wanted to, so you could really drain them as much as you want to. That no nah, man, you should have you should have picked uh, the one and no uh um what's his name's boy? Um uh, Shavon Martin, you should have you you should have fought him. 
Whatever is so, they, uh, you know what I'm saying? Come on. Sergio, you you, you, you cannot I'm move saying, the goalposts for Jake Paul. You have to keep that I'm same not energy. The there is, there is, there is a level of professionalism energy. when you sign the contract. I and, and with that, you're absolutely correct. I cannot. No, that's the one thing I can't knock. It, it, it did. Like, I do. I'm saying everything is I don't like about it. It's nasty. But you signed the contract. Even if you might have been forced to it, you have a point. I can't. I can't even. I can't even fucking argue that shit. This is your point. <laughs> it's, just, it's my point. And and you're right. And and I and I love that. So I appreciate that. But unfortunately, this fight isn't gonna happen. I was actually actually really looking forward to it. You know. And of course, always looking forward to watching the Manus Toronto perform. Um. All right. Moving right along. Uh. Let's talk about a fight that. Did happen this weekend. Um, it was Danny Garcia in in the the home that Danny Garcia built in the Barclays Center. This man headlined the first boxing show ever, ever at the Barclays Center. The only other person who performed before him was the great Jay Z. So you have you know him going out here putting on a performance, hundred first time fighting at one hundred fifty four pounds against Jose Benavidez Jr. in his longest layoff to date. And you know what? He went out there and honestly put on a look really good. Um, I honestly only had Benavidez winning one round, and whoever that we'll talk about the scorecards in a moment. But how did you have it? Yeah, I mean, I didn't have Benavidez winning any more than any more than three rounds. It was a bit more competitive in the early rounds, but then Danny Garcia just took over, and what I felt was one of his best looking performances in years. I think Danny Garcia and some of his recent performances, I see him getting held back by putting his hands in his pocket. Now we're not talking about to the level of Adrian Bronner, but. He doesn't throw enough in moments where he needs to. And I think that's hurt him in some of his fights because he waits yeah. to counter. He waits to throw when somebody else is throwing. And that's been his game for a long time. And it has worked for him. But as he's moved up in weight, as his power has declined with, with that weight, he can't necessarily take that strategy anymore. He came with a game plan to win. And it wasn't a reactionary game plan. It was a proactive game plan. And everybody knows how to beat Jose Benavides. He was a, 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 a blue chip prospect whose career was my brother real quick you're i think you might have pulled your cord or something it it started moving a little funny that might be my internet oh okay well keep it rocking it's all search i hear you i hear you fine Uh uh-oh all right as soon as we get him back we're up wrong way we're gonna get him back in a moment um but okay, so in terms of like I said, we were talking about in the fight itself. Um, hosted Benavides is oh, here he goes. There we go. There we go. There we go. I see. Hello, hello. You see me? Yeah, they, they came by my house. Trying to go. New, they came by my house and tried to give me new internet today. I might, uh, I may take them up on that because boy, this is some bullshit. <laughs> hey, man, it, it is all good, but you sound great, man. But um, you were saying Jose Benavides, um, the style like everybody people know how to beat him. That's what you're just saying. Or I was just saying, uh, here, he'll be back in a second. There he goes. I think there he is. I hear you now. You there, bro? Okay, so I'll say this. Jose Benavidez style, he is the guy who comes forward. And he isn't as mobile as he once was. I mean, a lot of people know about it. You know, he ended up getting shot in his leg at one point in time before the Terrence Crawford fight, um, which limited a lot of his mobility. He was a guy in Benavidez who a lot of people looked at as like a boxing prodigy. He was the chosen one, right? Um, but he's still great. 
he's still a guy, if we look at his record, he only has one other loss on his record aside from Danny Garcia, and that's to, you know, Terrence Crawford, a guy who, I mean, he essentially fought on one leg, and we all know how great Terrence Crawford actually is. So there we go. There you go. My brother. Change, I, I, changed, I changed my connection. So we shouldn't have, hopefully we don't have any more problems. But, you know, adding on to what you were saying, Benavidez, crazy mafia-styled accident, shot his ass in the knee. Not sure what type of lifestyle them boys is in. I think they're out there in New Mexico. I don't leave, even want to know. Leave me, leave, me out of, <laughs> leave me out of that. But he probably, his star was probably supposed to shine a little bit better than his brother, yeah. David Benavides, who gets, who gets yeah. a lot of the hype now. But he got shot yeah. in the knee, and obviously that's derailed his career because he can't move the same. And it looks like that's gotten a little bit worse. I felt like he moved a lot better when he fought Terrence Crawford. He didn't seem to be able to move that much at all. And that Danny Garcia used to his advantage as he danced yeah. around, landed his punches, really yeah. put together his combinations very, very nicely. I enjoyed what I what I had to okay. what I saw. But at the end of the day, as good as Danny Garcia looked, I think one of his mm. best performances in years, the, the power just isn't there at one. I'm glad you said that. The power just isn't there at one at 154. And so when we think about where does he go next, I'm not necessarily sure he has staying power at 154 because I'm not necessarily sure we want to see him in there with our guy, Jamel Charlo, who is a legitimate 154-pounder who spent How about seeing him with Tony Harris? I think Tony Harris. I think that's I think that's a good fight. I think the fight that can happen should happen, mm -hmm. given where both guys are. Is a catchweight rematch against Keith Thurman. I think that's. What oh, I I'm happy you said that because yo, that fight was so close. It was so it was, close, but it doesn't seem like it's a fight that Keith Thurman really wants. It he, does. The way he's talking, I mean, did he? Because it sounded like the first thing he said, he was like, "Yo, Danny don't want the smoke. Like I, I've been beat him." Well, I mean, I think coming out and speaking on it shows that he says he shows interest shows that you're interested okay. in the fight because they're trying to make Keith Thurman a gatekeeper which he is at this point because he's not at active point enough he and, and he's not fighting high high level fights so if he wants to make though at, at least those relevant fights he has to fight guys like fights like this because he turned down a fight against against Connor Ben he's not going to fight Jerron Ennis he's not going to fight Vir Virgil, or Virgil Ortiz there are some other names out there but he's not going to take those fights he wants the top guys Spence is not going to fight him we uh, unless the you know, and it's very possible that Spence and Crawford negotiations fall apart. But right. there's he's boxed out right now. He wants to fight again this year. Danny Garcia seems like a perfect perfect opportunity. They do a catch weight, 149, 150, 151, somewhere around there. And that's a good fight. Absolutely. That's a good fight. That's a great that's fight. A, that's that's a fight that sells. It's like a lot a lot of viewers, I think they show on a, a free TV or like a, a huge fight on someone's uh, on a pay-per-view undercard. Either way they go, there's a, a ton of marketability for that fight. And I think that's the, the perfect direction for both of them at this point in their careers. No, I love it. I, I think you're absolutely correct. Um, that is the fight that I would... Don't get me wrong. Competition-wise, especially if he wants to stay at 154, I would love to see him fight Tony Harrison. Tony Harrison was at the fight. Tony Harrison said that's a fight that he would love himself. And stylistically, it would be interesting. It'd be very interesting, you know, so, um, but I digress, um, really quick, Danny Garcia, I think he performed beautifully, not only that, I mean, what a, what a promo at the end of the fight, he goes out there, shows all of his emotions, and essentially says he's been going through, you know, the, the mental health and everything he's been going through, and at the end of the fight, he, he let out this, this release uh, of emotion, and, and just like, 
he let it all out, man. It was really beautiful to watch. And uh, and the only thing I want to say is that look, man, and and we and I've heard Patty Pimlet and MMA talk about this re- recently and everything as well. Um, especially for men, and I know our demo is predominantly men and things like that. Yo, man, talk to people. You know what I'm saying? Talk to people. Get help. Therapy is not a bad thing. It's it's it's. I love when I'm seeing that these these tough guys are going out there and crying in front of people and telling people that it's okay and that they they need to, to go out there and get, seek help themselves. So salute to Danny Garcia and everybody out there. Do your thing, you know, get help, you know what I'm saying? Get a hug, talk to your boys, all this shit. I love it. I'm, and to, go, what do we got to say about that? To that point, I'm a big, podcast-wise, This is a we are fans of Errol Spence. I was not 1, a fan. thousand percent. Of, I, I was oh, not a fan not at all. of what he was saying, saying on Twitter. No. Um, he beat Danny Garcia. I don't see Danny Garcia out here looking necessarily looking for a rematch. Like yeah. I don't like the idea of him downplaying mental health issues in the black community. Um, and, and I think all. stances like that are, are are where people have issues with with mental yep. health or why people don't see see therapists. It's it's, it's mentalities like that. Now, granted, Absolutely. Errol Spence is a boxer. He hasn't lived the life that that I've lived, and so he isn't going to be in some of those right. rooms and have some of those conversations that I've been privy to right. have that allow me to be where I'm at today. But I think there's enough out there in 2022. You're a very, very rich man. You have a PR PR team to know not to downplay mental health in 2022. So I felt like, given where they both are, like it just felt like it was in really bad taste. Danny, Gar- Danny yeah. Garcia did, did take the liberty, responded to him, they seemed to squash it. But like that did leave a bit of a bad taste in my health in my mouth. I felt like that was just really unnecessary. I, I I couldn't agree more. Um, I am a huge fan, as we both are, and everybody is here at the Fight Pod. Um, we, we love Errol Spence. Ooh, not one of his finer moments, unfortunately, but uh, they squashed it. Hopefully he learns from the situation. And, and speaking of somebody who has struggled with the mental health and has come back in seemingly a ferocious way, Ryan Garcia. Ryan Garcia is back. And before we last thing we're going to talk about before we get up out of here is this. Ryan Garcia versus Tank Davis. They're talking a lot about it. It seems like it's a fight both of them won. Will this fight happen next week? No. What do you think, man? You got to let me know. Because I'll be honest with you. This definitely would be... I'm sorry, real quick. I'll say this. By far, I don't... Errol Spence and Terrence Crawford is the fight that a fight fan needs to see. I need that fight. Like, I need it. You take my money. I need it. But if we're talking about a fight that has more commercial appeal and more box office appeal, and we're talking about an expiration date, a legitimate expiration date, I hate to say it, it's going to make more money and might have a faster expiration. We are talking about Ryan Garcia and Tank Davis. I'll explain the expiration date in a moment. But money-wise, I absolutely think Ryan Garcia and Tank Davis outsells anybody this year. Sergio, I feel like I, I want a new pair of Jordans. And for whatever reason, you know, you can't really get your hands on Jordan, Jordans the regular way these days. But, you know, I go to the store and hey, damn it, both brother, of these... I'm so sorry, man. Your, 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 your mic is starting doing the, uh, the, the Transformers again. Real quick. Back? Are we back? Let's talk again real quick. Are we back? I hear you. I hear you. We'll get through it because we're almost we're almost done anyway. So it's all good. Keep going. Is it, is it a little bit better? A little bit better, yeah. 
Okay. So I feel like I want to go get a pair of Jordans. I go to the store. There are two pair, two pairs of Jordans, probably overpriced anyway. I only have money for one pair. I can only pick one. We are not going to. I, I don't see us getting both of these fights. We get Ryan versus yeah. Tank, or we or we get Spence Crawford. I do not see us get having both because boxing does not give us nice things like that. Now, as far <laughs> as, as as far as your question, will it happen next? It, it seems like just because they've been in talks a little bit a little bit longer that right. Spence Crawford should be on the agenda for November. That's the date that everybody keeps throwing around. But there seems to have been some issues, and then you see conversations seemingly have started behind the scenes with Ryan versus Tank. I think with where Ryan and Tank are in their careers, they're both a little, a little bit younger. They've never seen this type of money before, and they're going to understand a little bit better that this fight has an, expir- has an expiration date. So we may actually get this fight before we get Spence Crawford because Spence Crawford, I think they have a big, they have a, a, an elevated view of what that fight actually is. They think it's worth more than yeah. it is. And I think this fight actually sells more than that fight. So they're going to try to get as much money as they can up front. Whereas, because they've seen those big paydays before, especially Errol Spence, Tank and, sure. Ryan, and, and King Ryan have not seen those paydays before. They're going to see a really take- big number. It just makes sense for the both of them. It does. If Ryan, if Ryan really wants to really wants to fight, it's going to make sense for him. And as far as Tank is concerned, Tank should go in there feeling confident as if he's a favorite. So there's no reason for him to not take the fight. I must sound bad. I can see your face. <laughs> I was trying to fix it. I was like, I was definitely going to let you finish. Uh, was- but it, it, it still sounds like you're a transformer. Sounds like you're like Optimus Prime. Yeah, that's the that's the internet. I will, yeah, I'll, I'll figure that out for next time. No, no worries, man. But look, honestly, that is about the, all the time we have today. Uh, <laughs> B, bro, it has been a pleasure talking boxing with you, man. We have to do this far more often. Hey, we we gonna get him. There we go. Yeah, ple- ple- pleasures pleasures all. Um, I- being here, we definitely got to figure this out. I got to figure out figure out my setup again because I can't use the laptop that I used to use. So I'll figure out something else, a new setup with a more stable internet connection. But we will figure it out. We will be back. I'll be back soon. I can't wait because I miss these conversations. Hey. I miss being here. And um, who else you gonna have? That's like me. Come on now. Who who else is gonna hear talk boxing like me? I don't care about who else you got. You know, be on here. You can be cool, but like boxing. Come on now. Come on now. You know what, brother? You're right. You, you, my guy. I, I, I said, hey, you the guru for a reason. All right. Uh, but yo, thank you so much for joining me, everybody else. Thank you so much for watching us live here tonight. Um, for episode one, we actually, I actually called this episode one of the Guru's Corner because I anticipated us doing this far more regularly. You see that? You talk about put, I I put some respect on your name, brother. Y'all put, put it on for the Appreciate world. that. Appreciate that. Appreciate that, man. I will be back soon, bro. Cannot wait. Thank you for having me. Absolutely, absolutely, brother. When everybody else, thank you guys so much for watching live today. Remember, listen to the Fight Podcast everywhere podcasting is available. Apple, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher. Check us out at thefightpodcast.com. Also, make sure to check out the merch. We got some dope merch. Yay! Etsy.com slash shop slash thefightpodshop. We got hoodies. We got sweatshirts. We got all kinds of dope shit and mugs. Uh, check us out. And last but not least, check out all the shows on 
the fight pod network absolutely the fight podcast guru's corner here and uh you know who you got and last but certainly not least if you're watching now you can check it out right afterwards make sure you check out the royal rundown this week in pro wrestling and, uh, that, shout, love shout y'all. what's that go ahead i was shout out to um I, I was thinking about this we didn't get a chance to talk about it today but um i don't know if you saw the underguard uh, undercard of the uh, uh benavidez garcia fight where uh, Gary Antonio Antonio Russell fought, yes. and it was a really yeah. really bad stoppage. Oh, it we, felt it, you know it what? felt like we got to talk about that fight next week. We'll definitely talk I, about. I, that. I, I only say that because I wanted to make a little a little wrestling joke. It felt like the Montreal screw job. That's what it felt like. Oh, yo, Dead it felt like the really Montreal screw job. It, it that has to be one of. If you guys haven't checked it out, you need to. Is the Brooklyn screw job the worst? The, the Brooklyn screw job. It is the worst stoppage I have ever seen in boxing. Absolutely terrible. And at the end of the day, it's bad for both guys. It sucks. It really does suck. I hate that it happened. But um, on a positive end, yo, boxing is back, and there's been some really good boxing. Some of these young dudes coming up, or you need to watch out. B and I will be talking about that and a whole lot more coming up soon. So with that being said, love y'all. Uh, oh, my bad, B. Let them know where else to find you because you be out here tweeting oh. some wild shit. Uh, yeah, only, only, only on Twitter at my wife gospel. So spelled uh, spelled normally, and it, that's that's about it. I don't really be on Instagram too much, but you got my Instagram name right here, bcam13 with two M's. Um, so yeah, I, I do follow back whatever it is. You can always talk boxing, debate, debate sports, whatever the case may be. Man, I'm there for it. And uh, yeah, man, shout out to my guy Sergio for having me. Follow him, listen to him anywhere you can listen to your podcast. He got like. A whole litany of shows now. It's a podcast network. It's not just this show anymore. It's a network. My guy is doing it. He's working hard as fuck. The hardest working man in the business. So shout out to you, man. I appreciate you, brother. Seriously, man. I love doing this. And uh, eventually, I swear to you, we are going to have an like an, an in-studio show one day. We got to. But with that being said, love y'all. We, we, we did this in less than 30. Come on. Now you got to love First it. time so we've ever done that. First time ever. And check it out. If y'all want boxing, make sure you like, share, subscribe, let everybody know about it. And until then, we'll see you next time right here on the Fight Podcast Guru's Corner. Peace.